What is the difference between being punk and being a punk? We are here to talk some punk rock, some music comics. Punk culture, DIY shit, anything we want to talk about. That's that's what fascinates me. Give me everything. Absolutely everything. I find that, that music and comics have always been intertwined. Muck spout. Chicks okay. dig it. Don't worry. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Muck Spot Podcast, uh, <laughs> brought to you by Stupid Rad Merch Company. Um, they make anything from t-shirts to stickers to uh, anything you're looking for, really. They're big custom design stuff. Um, got with me John today over there. Um, and Ben is off tonight. He's uh, he's being a rock star right now out on tour, and so he'll be in and out. Um, and with us today, we have the Majungas, not the Majungas, we have Majungas. Yeah, it's, a, it's an either or, you can use the, the Oh, is it? Okay. Some people get offended when you stick a the in front of their name. It's very hard to name a band with the anything, so, you know, it's kind of a low-key flex for us. <laughs> true. So, we got Mike and Max with us, um, and I don't want you guys describe uh, Majungas to us. Well, weird in one word. <laughs> I, when I'm telling strangers about this, I say it is an it is a a rock band about aliens. I don't say I used to say alien rock band because that sounds <laughs> awesome, but then people were asking kind of like what tonality we're using, and you know, and I'm just like, no, no, it's rock and roll. <laughs> But I remember I got um, this children's book for my son one time that came with the CD and it was about an alien rock band. And like the music was awful because they were just trying to be weird and alien, but it was like unlistenable. So, so that is a good distinction probably to make. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably makes more sense if you, if you do flip it, you know, like Max said, cause we're, we're rooted in, you know, like a very catchy classic rock sort of sound or power pop is yeah. power pop is how I describe it to musicians, you know, because yeah. in the, in, in the energy and the, and the writing style that Mike uses, it's really very, yeah. Like he says catchy, but also just focusing on having like, you know, just st strengthened, strengthened, fortified music, you know? Yeah, but the song topics are anything, you know, of the fringe. I mean, you know, um, you know, uh, you guys described it best in the past as, you know, really just strange tales told through songs, you know, that's basically what we do. So, you know, and we've started out as a band, you know, when I, when I first founded it, uh, you know, we, we were like, kind of like half and half. It was kind of like half the songs were, just way bizarre and just really unusual characters and, and wild storytelling. And then there was like a half of it that was kind of like deep and philosophical. I guess I was still figuring stuff out, but then I just decided to go all weird uh, and, you know, started with the aliens and uh, the first alien album that Max and I did. And, you know, three albums later, we're, we're still doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I, and the way that I described the project is that we're like Steely Dan you know, it's where it's a pair of us, and then we, you know, it's mostly us. Steely Dan farmed out, but it was, you know, very. They had, 
they had the the cure the curated you know uh stylists of the time and and i really it's mike's music gives me a lot of room to just do some funky stuff uh basically um a lot of jazz guys think of it as like they they say it's kind of like a frank zappa kind of kind of um arrangement because i'm just filling space around what we have established and so you know if it's sometimes the song turns into a different genre because i because i it was willed by the aliens to do that <laughs> but we don't question those kind of impulses either <laughs> One thing that I find um, often when you find something that's weird like that, you think of parody. And we had a band on last last time. It wasn't last week, right? A couple weeks ago. Couple weeks um, so we had uh, the band called Avum on. And they um, are a band that writes about birds from the perspective of birds, um, like <sighs> educationally. And um, but like it's not it's not parody. It's. They're, they know birds and they sing about birds and they they really are super into birds. Um, and that's, you guys are along that line too, where like the lyrics and the stories are very well told and they're very well researched. Like you, you know the stories, you've done your homework and it's not, it's not a joke, you know, like per se. Right. Well, um, and, and I mean, and, that, and as the projects develop, like Mike said, we, we, he's just writing about weird stuff and aliens are just the best kind of weird. And so, you know, it's, he has a song pandemic. We have the song pandemic that is not about aliens per se, but we, we kind of, we kind of, you know, we interpreted that in that, in that fashion, you know, not that the subject is contained in that though. Yeah. So yeah. how long have you guys known each other? Oh, uh, probably. Well, we start if I nine started, or ten years ago. We started playing shows together. Yeah, if I started Majungas twenty thirteen, and then maybe maybe by like that second year, so maybe around twenty fifteen or so, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, we yeah. were actually we were doing a lot of shows on the same on the same bill. Yeah, our bands played together. I had my band Cherry Lift. Yeah, and 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 I had my original lineup, and we were just you know you know we would open. They would close, you know, and we, we did that several times. And, and that's just kind of how we got to know each other. And, you know, I just I, yeah. always, I always liked Max and his energy and, and uh, his charisma. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it, so it's it was uh, it's just something I had in the back of my mind, like, oh, that'd be and, cool to do something with him one day, you know. And, and, and really, you know, you, if you're going to play multiple shows with the band, you might do a two or three, you know, you might you might do, one, you know, a couple of nights in a row or whatever at the same if you if you do kind of like a tour kind of thing where you're where you're moving around, but you know we just we did more than that, and I was like you know I just like to hang with this dude, yeah. um, and then you know and then we turned into Silly Dan a couple of years after that, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, yeah it was my my when my band my original band split up you know I was kind of figuring out what I was going to do next because we were actually in the middle of. Uh, working on our first Alien album, which was the uh, Ancient Astronaut Theory album, the the black album with the gray alien figurine on it, and uh, and he had uh, yeah we we were trying to I was trying to figure out a way to get that done. I sort of reinvented you know Majungas is like a studio recording 
uh, act at the time and, and just trying to find musicians to help out, you know, um, just do things that I can't do to see if we could finish it and process it and um, production. So, so I, I was reaching out to Max and, you know, uh, off and on. Well, and what happened was yeah. I, I, I was having trouble with cherry lift as well. And so I was like, not now, Mike, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> and then uh, we ran into each other at a Paul, we sat a row apart from at a Paul McCartney concert. Oh, cool. Uh, it was probably 2018. That sounds about right. And, uh, and he's was like, that the one in What? Was that the one in Tinley? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and he walks up to me and says, excuse me, are you Max? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Mike. I was like, yes, Mike. <laughs> Who's asking? Um, but, uh, and then I was like, all right, send me your stuff. And I was like, I was like, all right, give me your stuff. Let's work. And yeah, the process has just changed. The thing is, is that like we're continuously just adapting the workflow. Um, you know, every you know, like this album, this album, I insisted on several extra steps in the production, and uh, it it slowed it slowed down some of the things that we used to do faster. But I think in the you know it, it was a it really had really good results. So um, no regrets there. Nobody died either. <laughs> that we know of. But, uh, but yeah, and, uh, you know, like there was times when, we, you know, Mike used to record in his man cave and, um, and I, I, I was like, um, hey, I want to, I want to, I want to be there. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, you should come over. You should come over. And then I, so I, so I could, uh, so I could supervise and, you know, get the, Get the performance i had him doing some funny things mike mike says is <laughs> like you know some some of the songs actually he has these gestures that that i made him do and he and he feels them i can't remember exactly what which ones they were because it's you know i, I it's been a minute but uh yeah that was my only regret about the the last album alien abduction that we did is, is i wish we would have recorded the recording process and just made like a little you know, skid out of that because it was uh, some of the stuff that that you know that Max had me doing was really funny. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean, like the 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 vocal direction, you yeah, know, and the vocal managing and, and coaching. I you know, I just I totally let Max run with run that and and spin it any which way he wanted. But like you know, the I mean, he had me like punch in the air on certain parts. Yeah, and, I mean, and, like, you know, because he wasn't he wasn't guttural <laughs> enough on that one. I was like, you got to really go, Bleh! and you know, um, you know, and I mean, there was there was other ones like like reaching up, like just kind of, uh, like just to op just to open up his body differently. Um, you know, and this but, is stuff like, that you've done as a career, right, Max? Like you you teach. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've I've I yeah yeah I've done lots of things here and there, but I've been. I'd been coached very specifically by, by some vocal teachers, some great, some great people that I worked with mainly out of Elmhurst college actually. Um, but, uh, just circumstances of the, of the, of the surrounding area. But, uh, but, but the thing was, is that those, those were all stage teachers, all the, all the, all those, all the, that, that whole, uh, pedagogy, um, that that's just they're all they're all they all like are belting constantly and 
I, I try not to do that as I get older, but, but, um, but I had that, but I had that training in me for, for years and years. And, and some, some of those tricks, they, I mean, the results, they're just, it's just there. I mean, trust me, we, we use the best takes we had and, and uh, you know, but it was just, I wanted, I wanted Mike to be, to pull shape. I was like, you have to make a triangle now. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> oh, no, 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 now you're a circle. Oval, oval, oval. <laughs> and um, so, you know. That's awesome. So Max, were you, um, were you into aliens and the paranormal before you met Mike? Was this a thing? That yeah, you yeah. I definitely, I definitely have always been into into the the ancient alien shows and um, and growing up on on like a little bit of science fiction. I, I'm, I'm, you know, it was just just the big ones, but um, but just the concept of it and the and the 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 aspect of of um, intervention, outside intervention, just kind of helps, kind of. Well, it just happened that way, and then did that, and you know, and it was it just it just made a lot of sense to me, and so yeah, I, it was all very, you know, I was it was uh you know oh you wrote an album about aliens f yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's this definitely it's just definitely something that I you know, it, it's fascinating and actually like it's very educational. I've I've got I got some people into the alien, the ancient alien stuff, and with that with like the. Uh, the Anunnaki is one of my favorite song, uh, uh, themes from 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 our songs, um, and that's actually one of those songs that we, where Mike gave me his his contributions and you know a drum beat and you know, he's very very polished, you know I, they're not they're, well you know we used we used elements of them we just added to it when we made the final products but. Um, the Anunnaki and it was, and I said, and they came back and I'd been working on some stuff while he was, while he was gone and he came back the next week. And then I said, Oh yeah, you know, that reggae song. And he goes, there's a reggae song. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, there's, there's a reggae song. <laughs> and he didn't know that because I hadn't, I had forgotten to send him a little chop, uh, you know, just a little, a little segment for him to hear. But yeah, I was just like, it was kind of, I wanted it to be funky first and then it just kind of fell into being a reggae. It just was like the, the you know, like the the uh, the house of cards collapsed into reggae. <laughs> and um, you know, so I mean it was it was just it was just one of those things, but but that that song comes on my on my on my uh, autoplay on like Spotify and stuff, so a lot. So I'm like, oh everybody listen to this, listen to this and read about it. And then everybody's like, that's amazing. And yeah, so you know. <laughs> It's a good. It's a good way to propagate some of these some of these ideas, and um, we should definitely we should definitely get some suggestions from the community just to see if there are any obvious ones that we've missed. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, coming up, um, we'll talk a little bit later about Strange Tales um, weekly. But um, during that process, we often will ask, um, like, we'll put a post out or something asking what people are looking to hear more about. So um, you might be able to get some suggestions uh, from some of those stories too. Um, Mike, where did your fascination with the paranormal and the aliens begin? Um, I, I mean, very young, you know, I've always been influenced by the media aspect of things. So it probably started with movies and TV shows, uh, you know, sci-fi movies I would watch growing up, um, even just ghost stories, um, 
Oh my god! I mean, yeah. we had X Files as kids. Yeah, I mean, I was so lucky. I didn't read very much as a kid growing up, but I, I the, the one series that I would always read was Goosebumps. You know, so I mean, I was just always really into that type of stuff. I just gravitated towards it. Um, Halloween's always was a favorite holiday of mine growing up. So it's just it's just kind of been been where I've what, what I've you know. Uh, you know, gravitated towards for whatever reason. Uh, and then, um, you know, I think as I got older, you know, more like adult age, I'm, I'm still influenced a lot by the shows and, and media. Uh, and I really took a liking to ancient aliens and just, uh, just kind of, kind of for a lot of the same reasons for, you know, how I think my music is, and you mentioned the songwriting is, is, you know, it could be outlandish, but you know, like it, it's also done with integrity and, and seriousness too. And I think ancient aliens does that a lot too. Like they'll have an episode like aliens and Bigfoot and you're like, come on, you know, <laughs> just like, like what, what kind of nonsense is this? But then after it, you, you're done watching it, you're like, Huh. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I guess I guess Bigfoot was made by very aliens, plausible. You know, very, very plausible. Well done, you know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I have no doubt now. <laughs> so that's you know, that's that's kind of where I I took that that feeling that I get when I watch those shows and and, and I wanted to I, my initial thought was I was just gonna make one album about it and move on to some other things, but um, it was just so much fun. And then, you know, promoting it at uh, the, the alien con that we did in Baltimore uh, and just networking with, with people from that area was just was wild. And you know, I came home, I was just like, you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm flames. I'm like, dude, we got to do another album and we're going to alien con in LA and, and we're, <laughs> we, we just got to keep this thing going. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't, that second yeah, album yeah. just like came out at, all in one piece. <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, like 90% of it was was written before I knew it was a thing. Yeah. And then he's like, "Look at this," and I go, "Oh god." Yeah, there, there was a lot of time out. It was like a Bill and Ted, you know, excellent adventure. We're, we're in the phone booth and we're like, you know, flying through and... <laughs> the excellent alien spaceship. <laughs> the um. So the band is named after the Majungasaurus, correct? Yeah, yeah. So where does that, that was, come from, or where does that play into things? That was that was probably one of the first songs I ever wrote. Um, and you know, I, I early on again watching other just media and, and not necessarily alien things, but one of the other things I spent a lot of time learning about was dinosaurs and. Uh, and I just happened to catch this one show that was talking about uh, the Majungasaurus dinosaur. I'd never heard of it up until that point, but they sort of painted this, this picture of this really bizarre looking dinosaur. And there are all sorts of theories, like maybe it was subjected to some sort, some sort of um, mutation, like, uh, you know, maybe elemental exposure or something. Uh, but it's just a, a hideous looking creature compared to other dinosaurs just had features that normally dinosaurs don't have and but yet there was like a you know it was it was a really a, a apex predator it was very you know uh, you wouldn't want to cross an alley with it you know and, it actually has uh, a pretty it has a pretty friendly skull though yeah that's the only yeah. thing i've seen <laughs> when i go to the museum i see the skull <laughs> yeah so it was just it i just felt like there was a an interesting story to tell there and um that was kind of the first song that i ever wrote uh, was, was Majunga, and it was just about a Majunga living his life during the time, you know, sort of 
getting ridiculed by other dinosaurs for his weird features, but, you know, trying to make his way and, you know, the, you know, dealing with, with, you know, a mother that abandons them and stuff like that. And, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of made, made a, a little song out of it. And, and that, uh, that was, I had a handful of demos that I did and in effort to try and recruit other musicians that, um, ultimately ended up becoming my band. The first time we ever met together, we just had like, you know, very acoustic arrangement and a hand drum. And we were just kind of seeing if there's any type of synergy there. And, and Majungas was the first one that I threw out there. I said, well, let's just, let's try this one, you know, and, and see what, what comes up uh, out of it. And, and we hit a chord with it immediately. Like you could, the, just the energy in the room, you could feel it. And, and, uh, and I was like, I go, well, that's, that's definitely a song right there. And I, I said, I think we should run with that. You know, I said, we should probably like somehow name ourselves the Majungas or something like that. And it was my drummer at the time said, uh, he goes, no, he goes, just Majungas. And I said, right. just Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it does matter. Yeah. So there's that story. I actually never heard that whole story altogether. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the band uh, Fuck Yeah Dinosaurs? <laughs> they, they're uh, they're from, they're out, uh, Pencil, uh, Pennsylvania somewhere, uh, maybe Pittsburgh, but they're um, they're all their songs are about dinosaurs or um, told through dinosaurs, and um, it's some of it's hilarious, but like it's it's again it's not parody; it's just these great punk rock songs like from a dinosaur. They have one a great one. I'll send you later about a tar pit that's amazing it sings about how he lost his mom in the tar pit he lost his sister in the tar pit and he's never going back again and so like it's amazing <laughs> i thought about i i did have like a little mini um concept album like maybe i was thinking like four or five songs where i was gonna i was gonna continue the story of the majunga and maybe spin in some other dinosaurs I just, and then an alien know, was hunting him yeah <laughs> into the tar pit <laughs> uh you guys like you guys had a couple of albums and like year after year for what was it uh 2016 and 17 or something and then COVID hit was that the COVID slow you guys down a bit like how did how did COVID factor into the whole Majunga's story yeah it was weird uh, <laughs> like everyone but yeah it was different for both of us I mean we had like our own personal things we had to had to sort out and and then there was you know getting creative again i'd say uh for me you know like some people like right from the beginning they were just like oh i'm gonna finish my book i'm gonna you know finish direct this movie or whatever like they, they just went to town right away they're just like this is the perfect thing i needed like for me i had to like figure out how you know my my new way to like adjust and, and do life and you know family and everything and work and and then uh finally yeah, yeah i wasn't creative at all for a while and, yeah and then and then about i'd say about four to six months or so after like the uh, original lockdown, I, I, I hit that groove where I was just like, okay, let's, let me start with one or two songs. Let's see what's there. And then I just, you know, I let it all out and, and, you know, Max is going through stuff too. So it was, it was hard to, you know, yeah. really, really connect together. So it was, yeah, that was, that, that's what took the, you know, as long as it did. And then I'd say it wasn't until like probably a year before, even though I had the demos done, it was probably a year before we actually sat there and started to really do the work. But then by that point, you know, like Max said, he was yeah. like, he was, he was, he really wanted to. And and I told him, I said, if yeah. we do a third one, I said, you're going to, 
we're going to build this thing together. However, I don't care how long it takes, you know? So, so we really, yeah. you know, at that point we're just like, what does it matter? You know, we're, we're going to, yeah. make sure it comes out the way we want it. To. it yeah. I, I threw out more material on this album than anything else before. I always, I always will scrap something if I have, if I wait, if I sit on it a month or two and then I don't like it, I'll go back and redo it. You know, or if something's just, you know, I try and just get a take. So if I die, you can mix it. But, but like there was this, I, oh, which one was that? Uh, human alien hybrid. Yeah. Human alien hybrid. That was a guitar lead, and then it was a synth lead, and then it was a guitar playing the synth lead, and then it was what I, what is on the album. So, like I said, it was kind of like a Steely Dan, like sh shoot it up, you know, see if it'll see if we can blast it out of the sky. Um, and so, um, so that was so that was kind of one of those things. But yeah, it was you know my workflow, my for the circumstances of my life, I I, I had a really really. Like, I mean, I would, I could, I would be, I could be productive, but it was, I couldn't produce through a whole song. I could do a part or two, but it was, yeah, it kind of, it's my workflow is just slow. And, but, uh, but also I just didn't want to make any mistakes that I would regret. And that's, you know, and Mike, and Mike, and Mike heard the, you know, you could, Mike could hear the improvements working like before we even went to mix. And um, and and our and our and our mix our mix producer is Paul Weirdak is just breathtaking, award-winning quality. You know he 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 was he came up interning through a, an act an analog studio, so just you know one of the one of the one of the best uh, one of the best engineers I've I've ever worked with. Uh, I'm very lucky to have several good engineers in my life, though. By the way like um, for my own stuff. Um, but, uh, but the thing was, is, you know, we, we just wanted it to be a stronger outcome and there was so much of, okay. And we also recorded twice as much mic. So, you know, it would be, you know, we would get the perfect vocal take. And then I was like, okay, now we're going to do the same thing. And it's really, really, it's way, way harder to do than it sounds, but, I think sometimes we got a third mic and then, you know, but, but it was like for effect, it was just, we just had to have, we just had to have more, thicker vocals and that's called double tracking in the industry. But, and, and, and so many people triple track automatically. It's just like, you got to have left, right and center. And I don't want to get too technical, but you know, but it was, but the thing is, is that Mike's voice sounds really good double tracked. It wasn't hard to do. And he was like, we got to go back and do this on all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a, a greatest hits kind of uh, specialty thing, maybe maybe in the future, but, uh, you know, which we'll also have to involve the community with, I suppose. I was going to bring up that, as far as I could tell, next year is like a decade of Majungas. So that sounds like a good time for something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Now we can do it. <laughs> Like just live on the air, <laughs> throwing it around. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but yeah. So when it comes to your uh, songs and your stories, like what's what's a favorite alien story that you have? 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to pick just one. Um, I think when I first, when I first started, it was really the ancient astronaut theory and how it, it could potentially explain, uh, the origin of humankind and how we sort of ended up here on earth. Um, and, and again, when I thought about that first album that, that we did, uh, I had thought that that was going to be the only album about aliens I'd probably ever write, at least for a while. Uh, so I, so I made sure that it was something that was going to be long lasting and impactful and, and meant something to me. And, you know, uh, so I think it was, it was really a lot of that early, you know, origin of man, ancient astronaut theory type stuff uh, that, that you get from the show. And then, uh, and then once I realized I was going to do more, then I'm just like, all right, what other cool stuff did did I did I like all? Also, these, I'm gonna you know. I'm gonna stop Mike right there. And it's also it's kind of my fault that Mike is still writing about aliens because if I'm gonna take full credit and be, I said go to that convention, go go sell to <laughs> that convention and shake some hands. And I said, wear that suit too. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's gonna wear this suit, but what, he doesn't have any other suit. He has the other suit, he has the galaxy suit. But but anyway, you know, but I was like, dude, there's no, there's nobody else doing this. And now there are, now like however many years later, you know, there are a few other bands out there doing it. Um, you know, and it's kind of, it's, it's somewhat, you know, it's somewhat, you know, different music from us too. So it's not really like, you know, it doesn't really, you know, affect our stance or anything, but, uh, but yeah, but I mean, but this, but you know, this album came out and I'm like, there's, I mean, like, there's gotta be somebody that's into this and nobody's writing some musics about this. And, you know, so sync license, sync license, you know, we're like trying to, <laughs> trying to get on some shows maybe, but, uh, you know, um, or just make music for shows about aliens or whatever, but, uh, or theme songs even maybe, who knows? I don't know. Just saying, just saying, but, uh, but yeah, you know, and, and that first album, it is all very like creation impact driven music in terms of like that we have gaps in our fossil records. We, you know, there's there's some stuff that doesn't make sense. And also humanity lasting for as short as some, some people say, kind of not, you know, kind of strange, you know, but, but. And on that album, I have to say that my favorite, my favorite one is Panspermia, because um, it's is kind of it's kind of uh, like it, it's very basic. It's not like oh, aliens flew here. It's just like oh, this is just like material, alien material. And so you know, in the Big Bang or whatever, you know, something that hit, you know. Uh, you know, after that, I mean, obviously, but like something hit Earth and then put, you know, put life here, you know, it could have been bacteria. But, uh, but and that song is just a bop. Yeah. So if anybody out here, out there hasn't heard it yet, then that's probably my number one pick off that album. For, I remember uh, that one being a favorite of the Strange Tales crew. So, yeah, right. Yeah, the, the second album, when we did Charioteer Through Wormholes, that one I wanted to make more like my top, 10 or actually well, 12 songs i think we did um top 12 uh ancient alien topics like my favorite ones and when i choose my favorite ones i try to choose the ones that i think are um the most plausible and like believable um yeah. and, and that has the most like merit behind it you know so it you know i'm 
I'm open for debate. I'm not, you know, 100% convinced or sold either which way. But it's like, to me, it's just like, I think there's a really good case for some of that stuff. So like Bob Lazar, you know, just just pulling random things in there. The, the story of the Anunnaki, Bill Beckley Tepe. I mean, there's, there, I, I picked all of my favorite ones and I, I, just, I made like a list. I had like a bubble, a cloud, and I just yeah. kept... And I just kept moving the ones that I felt were gonna, I was gonna be able to flesh out in, into a song, and it was gonna be done with merit and, and yeah, give, give it some justice. So yeah, the Cherry to the Wormholes album would tell you my favorite or yeah. my most, enter, you know, interested. And song. I would say, and I would say, the Anunnaki is like it's a personal like that. I like that that shit's real. Pardon my French, but like that is that is like that is that is what's up. But uh, but with uh, with the Gobekli Tepe, that is also, that's what I'm talking about. The like rewritten history. Like we are, we, you know, we, you know what I mean? Like what we had, you know, everybody goes, Oh, look, the ancient Egyptians knew that there was Pluto. How did they know that? Whatever. That's not my point, but go to Gobekli Tepe though. That was, that like blew my mind. And I didn't know about it until we, he already wrote the song and I was just like, yep, that's what's up. <laughs> so that's awesome. So um, I guess so I haven't talked about Strange Tales Weekly at all on this show, I don't think, yet at all. Uh, but it was a show that I was doing with my friends Joe and Jess um, before COVID. We basically stopped at COVID. Um, and during that process of doing that show, it was about it was short segments about strange stories, um, whether it be aliens or government conspiracy or, um, you know, the Bigfoot or any other cryptids um and we we each each week we did a story um and that during that process is when we met majungas um and i don't remember if mike reached out to joe or if joe reached out to mike uh, i just remember that joe mentioned one day hey i got these guys that do alien songs i think it was joe right is that is that where that began yeah yeah, it's, yeah, it started through started through Joe. There was there was some connection uh, with the first album and Alien Con and, and Adventures Unlimited Press and and uh, yeah, it, then there was Strange Tales roped in there as well, and we were just sort of you know kind of doing the same things, but you know one through music and one through through video casting. So it was, uh, was kind of cool, you know, that we were aligned that way, and then. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I, he uh, asked asked us if we would be on the show, and and then uh, you know, fast forward some time later, we were you know vending together, and and uh, um, and then the crank the show, you know, you guys came out for that. So I, I think I'm actually it's funny you mentioned the other day that you were the only that you haven't met Jess yet. I'm probably the only one that's actually met all three of you. <laughs> I've met you and Joe, and I've seen Jess out in L.A. So it was. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> um, and uh, so towards the end of our run of our show, um, Mike was part of an episode. Um, and I, were both of you guys part of that? I don't even remember. No, it was just Mike. Okay, it's just Mike. Um, and so when we were talking about bringing back the show, which we've talked about for like three years or whatever, um, and then – I. I just threw out there like, hey, what about bringing Mike into it too? So we have just another creator working on it. Like we, we had a lot of fun working on the same similar stuff. So Mike has joined us as a fellow host on the season two of Strange Tales Weekly that we're working on now. Um, so I wanted to mention that uh, it's coming up at the end of this month, uh, June 28th. I've actually got that figured out now. 
<laughs> Every time I mention it, I think it's the 28th. So, uh, <laughs> and now is that going to be like you're going to be the alien expert or is it just kind of a general role for you? And Eric, do you have a specialty on that show or is that? I do actually tend more towards like cryptids and um, things like that. Um, but I did a little bit of everything throughout the the first run. Um, okay. Just cryptids are fun to me. You know, what I like about cryptids is the they're local, like they're all stuck in like a local area and like the areas are interesting to me. There's people in the areas that tell stories and it's, it's similar to alien contacts and things like that, abductions. Yeah, but, um, but like you said, it's very area specific folklore, and they're they're often tied to cultures and things that have been in the area. Like, so that makes it interesting to me. Okay, yeah, I think it's funny now that I think about it. I've, I did two episodes on the first season, and I'm, and I'm gonna have three on this upcoming, at least so far, uh, and none of them are about aliens. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> which I think is which, which is kind of fun for me because you know I usually spend my my music juices on writing for aliens, but yeah. with strange tales, I could just like, I could just do whatever, you know, I could, I could find some other random thing that, <laughs> that I would never in a million years think to throw, tie music to it and try and make a song out of it. But yeah. I could make a cool video and like make a, a good presentation on it, you know, <laughs> and, you know, like, and so that's been really fun for me to do like paranormal stuff and yeah. just, just weird stories. All that know, stuff you know. is awesome. We have yeah. nothing against it. We're not just into aliens, you know. Like, I was going to uh, say, do you think any of that uh, material might make its way into song form eventually, or are you pretty? Yeah, it's definitely okay. possible. It's yeah. um, it it always for me. It always starts with with the with, it's the story. There's like two things that are, are synthesized and it or brew up in different areas, and then they just find a way to unite. I'll, I'll have a story that and a. And a that's in my mind and I kind of keep that, you know, tabled for a bit and then I'll just be walking along and whistling or humming or some kind of weird, you know, music comes into my mind and streams into my yeah. consciousness. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that would, that would pair yeah. well with that story. And then I just, I'm like, okay, that's when I go into the, to the cave and I'm yeah. trying to see if, yeah. uh, see if I can make something yeah, work. The, the, well, yeah. And Mike, the thing is, is that like, the, I don't, I don't think he said this when we were talking about the first album with the first alien album, but like he says, I just couldn't, I would be going to bed and I would just be thinking of these songs or I would just, I would just be thinking about the blah, blah. And then it would just be like, and then I'd have to go and like write it down. And, <laughs> you know, it's just very analytical, but uh, you know, but the storyteller format, of course you, if you have a good story, if it's compelling, or if yeah. it, you know, if it catches Mike's attention for more than a few days and you know, who knows? And you can't tell me that a chupacabra might not be an alien that just kind of showed up here. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody says that a chupacabra is not an alien, how can you prove that? Exactly. So yeah, definitely some good fodder for what else. Yeah, it might be a crossover there too. <laughs> yeah, I think no, for one thing for me this season too is that um, the first two that I've been working on um, were actually I've I've been having to travel a lot for work. And so I've been looking ahead to see what's in that area story-wise so I can actually go out and film like on location a bit. Uh, so that's been kind of fun for me. The I think the first episode of this season is going to be about the Beast of Bray Road. That's a werewolf in southern Wisconsin. Oh, cool. And um, I, was, I was heading up to Madison for uh, Zine Fest, and I stopped in town, and I drove the length of Bray Road, and I filmed 
some things there and I went into town and filmed things and it's fun bringing that because prior to that, all of my footage has been B-roll or um, photos um, and a lot of it still will be, but it was fun being able to bring my own video into it. Hopefully you didn't film that at night on a full moon or anything like that. <laughs> I'd love to go back at night. I was actually heading back from Madison, so it was like a little before noon. Well, that's how the stupid guy in every horror movie starts, though. Don't do it, man. I want to be. The we need you guy. around for a while. So. That's the dream, man. <laughs> to get mauled on camera. Okay. No, I mean, if somebody dies a metal death, that's still badass, this, even though they're not, even though they're not yeah. alive. Like, it's exactly. still like, if I'm going to go, yeah. I might as well, for sure. <laughs> The skinwalker, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So, what's next for Majungas? Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to say. I've been I've been um, I think there's probably a, a merging of some sort probably going to happen with the um, with the strange tale stuff and and the the music that we've done and and probably will continue to do because I've gotten really good with like video editing and and. Um, compilations and stuff like that so i i think uh, we've talked about doing um like a, a high quality music video uh, and, and maybe redoing one of our old songs you know with some of the newer methods that we've that we've done with this third one because uh, if you listen to alien abduction album and, and you listen to the songs there and you listen to any of the other two i mean they, they sound um, night and day difference so you know we've, we've just we've gotten our a process that is really you know, top shelf right now. And, and it'd be cool to go back and do one of those old songs and, and make a, a good music video to it and record it live, you know, not like, um, not like the, not like a re-recording with the, with the, um, you know, drum mix and everything like actually get a live drummer and, you know, other musicians involved. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that's something we've been trying to coordinate for a while. Um, and I think, you know, it always, I always like to, start off with like some singles you know and i always say i'm gonna just you know maybe we'll just sprinkle some singles here and there over the that's next the trend year. these days yeah yeah i mean you know it's it's everybody will listen to it the whole thing if it's just one um we have a lot of really great friends and fans that listen to all of the music and it's really it is really fun but like we can we can have more satisfaction, audience satisfaction, putting them out as we're working on them and not, and, or, you know, smaller clusters. It's, it's more of a, it budgets our time better in terms of like what people get to see. Yeah. Awesome. It's still, it's still, it hasn't happened yet, but it's still a dream of mine to work on like a, like a score of some sort for a, for a, a movie, you know, like, like film. Cause I've always, admired you know i'm very influenced by the by the media and the movies and the films so it'd just be cool to be like danny altman for a day and just just work on on some uh some yeah. tracks for for a film that'd be fun oh, that's awesome cool got anything john no i was gonna say either that or like the, it would be great to do uh like you guys were talking about earlier do a fantastic kick-ass theme song for the newest version of something that could be the next x files would be great that would be a lot of fun too so but yeah you gotta get that license money <laughs> if not a video game an alien video game would probably be the prime the prime market for, yeah. for i our... could absolutely hear you guys like in fortnite on the fortnite radio when you're driving <laughs> yeah yeah i've never played fortnite but i've watched it and 
They've yeah, had like I, alien things. I know what I've seen before. <laughs> but the, those sync licenses, bro. Yep. Awesome. Video games are the are the promised land. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to checking out your whole catalog. I started listening to you in the last couple of weeks, and I'm really interested in checking out some more of the lore going back and some of the interesting stories. So thank you for turning yeah. me on to some new stories here. I'm thank very you. interested. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Um, looking forward to continuing to do stuff with you guys. And uh, we got oh, Strange yeah. Tales coming up in on the 28th, so about three weeks from now coming out fast um yeah so looking forward to all of that yep and we're looking forward to hearing it so awesome and uh thank you john absolutely thanks for having me back buddy <laughs> <laughs> always all right and uh, with that i'm going to hit the closing button hey you made it through an entire episode good for you if you're looking for more give the rest of the channel a look and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll catch you fuckers next time. Later.